Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. The top five at five. History in the making as Katanji Brown Jackson is confirmed to the high court. On this vote, the A's. Russia is suspended from the U.N. Human Rights Council following alleged war crimes in Ukraine targeting civilians. Continued signs of economic recovery. The U.S. Labor Department reports jobless claims have dipped below 4%. Legal experts are calling on the president and the first lady to release their tax returns. This as questions swirl as whether or not Joe Biden as vice president was involved in his son Hunter's overseas business dealings. A New York State budget deal announced six days late includes $600 million in taxpayer funds for a Buffalo Bill Stadium deal, bail reform, and a gas tax reprieve. Here's your top five at five. Katanji Brown-Jackson has been, in fact, confirmed as expected to the U.S. Supreme Court. She is the first black woman to be appointed to the bench in its 233-year history. Yesterday's vote, 53 to 47, with three Republican senators voting in favor of that nomination. Vice President Harris announces a confirmation. On this vote, the yeas are 53, the nays are 47, and this nomination is confirmed. All 50 Democratic senators voted in favor of Jackson's appointment. Senators Susan Collins of Maine, Lisa Murkowski of Alaska, and Mitt Romney out of Utah were the three GOP members to break with the party voting yes on the confirmation. Jackson will fill the vacancy left by retiring Associate Justice Stephen Breyer. Breyer stepping down at the end of the current term, which runs through June 30. He's 83 years old. The United Nations suspended Russia from its seat on the Human Rights Council Thursday due to wartime atrocities in Ukraine, allegedly committed at the hands of the Russian military. U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations Linda Thomas-Greenfield introduced that proposal earlier in the week. It followed accusations that Russian troops tortured and killed Ukrainian civilians in Bukha, a suburb near the capital city of Kiev. U.N. Ambassador to Ukraine Sergei Klyzlita on the impact of the vote. I care that the Russian Federation was suspended and uh, was very impatient and almost immediately capitulated by withdrawal. You know, you do not submit your resignation after you are fired. And that's exactly what happened to the Russian Federation. The vote tally, 93 votes in favor, 24 against, and 58 abstentions. Ukrainian President Zelensky described the civilian killings as genocide in a virtual speech to the U.N. on Monday. He'd accused Russia of war crimes, and the Kremlin says Ukraine staged the killings. The U.S. unemployment rate dipped below 4% in March. It reflects a continued pattern of recovery from job losses during the viral pandemic. As of Friday, the U.S. Labor Department reports unemployment claims dropped by 5,000 to 166,000. Even more positive economic news, the four-week average for jobless claims also fell by 8,000 to 70,000 during the month of March. Here's President Biden. Over the last three months, the economy has created more than a half million, more than 500,000 jobs a month. 
Over the course of my presidency, our recovery has now created 7.9 million jobs. More jobs created over the first 14 months of any presidency in any term ever. In March, U.S. employers added 431,000 jobs for the month, with the unemployment rate down to 3.8%. Legal experts are calling on President Biden and the First Lady to release corporate tax returns as the investigation into that laptop belonging to the president's son, Hunter, and his business dealings heats up. The returns reflect more than $13 million in income the president and first lady reported to the IRS between 2017 and 2019 while Joe Biden was VP. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki doubled down to Fox News' Peter Ducey on the president's knowledge of the overseas dealings. The president has said that he never spoke to his son about his overseas business dealings. Is that still the case? Yes. George Washington University law professor Jonathan Turley said, that while there's no evidence of wrongdoing, the scandal over son Hunter Biden's overseas business dealings has reached the point where the White House needs to err on the side of transparency. They have got a deal. New York Governor Kathy Hochul says there is agreement on a record-breaking $220 billion state budget. It comes six days after its April 1 deadline. It's $8 billion over last year's fiscal spending plan. Albany's legislative leaders were conspicuously absent during her announcement. Here's Governor Hochul. This budget will put more money back in people's pockets. We all wanted to make sure that that was the outcome and lift those who have been hardest hit. Hochul's budget includes a partial rollback of the state's controversial 2019 bail reform law, which forced judges to release defendants charged with almost all misdemeanors and many felonies. The budget provides a $600 million taxpayer subsidy for a new Buffalo Bills stadium. It also includes a limited gas tax holiday from June 1 to the end of the year. 